Welcome back, guys, to Cinema 7. Um, I am your host, Mary Macari. We've been gone for quite some time. Uh, There's a missing episode. There's another missing episode. We have two now because of our mics. Just want to uh, constantly... Look, we're an independent podcast. Uh, We're still trying to figure this out, so it's rather difficult to try to do it in like someone's room or you know someone's living room someone's game room the game rooms uh, chris hawk's game room is probably where it sounds the best that's there's a lot of space in there what we need to do is try to figure out skype maybe just in case i mean yeah or, or headset mics or headset mics yeah oh that would probably I'm work best headset not headset mics we should probably do that then we'll figure that out but anyway welcome back to cinema seven yes we've been gone for a while our last episode that uh, messed up was Doctor Strange, so we'll talk about that a little bit. But uh, to, Chris Hawk is not with us today. Um, he's away uh, for work. Um, he's with us in spirit, though. He's, yeah. He's um, uh, texted me his review of the movie in question, and uh, we will insert <laughs> it into the podcast and have a moment of silence for him. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Should we have the moment of silence after or before? I think he should go first. Okay. We'll listen to it ourselves. Yeah, but um, anyway, with with me is uh, John Kenoki. Hi. And then John's, John's brother's joining us today, Nick Kenoki. Hello, guys. <laughs> Hope, How's hopefully, it going? Hopefully, uh, <laughs> we're all spread out. <laughs> Mario He's is over uh, there in the corner. Yeah, I am in the corner, like one of those uh, like fact checker type type tech guys you see on podcasts only yeah. i do not have a computer you're like uh the higgins you know yeah of, of the of, of, of the, the late show yeah you're in the corner and we just go to you for a witty Tonight comment show. Yeah. yeah and then you just keep interrupting us with yep. your witty comments yep. yeah some of them are funny but eventually they just get annoying yep so like don't i have s- any right now yet you guys aren't setting me up <laughs> so like i said today we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about Doctor Strange just because the episode messed up and it, it was a really good episode I thought it was would, would you say that movie was strange yeah would you say that the podcast disappearing was strange um no maybe he had something to do with it maybe he did the character himself maybe Marvel had something to do with Cumberbatch. it Doctor Strange himself Marvel probably had something to do with it itself they pulled it for copyright reasons <laughs> yeah that's uh, not an official statement Okay, opinions are allowed. So, uh, do we do we have any news first, though? Um, I haven't actually looked any news up, but I know you. Well, uh, you know, first I'd like to talk about this uh, new Disney movie 
called Moana. Did you see it? I have not seen it, no, but it's getting like 9 out of 10 reviews and people are saying it's fantastic. Huh. I don't I just don't see it looking that good, but you know, I mean, I was, I've been wrong before. Man, I would have had a great segue had you uh saved that for the end of the news. But uh <laughs> well, I used it first. You're not the, you're not a, a witty guy, all right? I I am a witty guy though. I was going to say they're well, brothers. We would have okay. We would have talked about Doctor Strange anyway. I was no. going to say, say uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is a Hufflepuff well, and move into Fantastic Beasts, but I forgot we're doing Doctor Strange. Yeah, well, you would have screwed it up then. It wouldn't have made sense. Yep. Nick, are you going to see um, Mamona? Mo- Moana? Moana. Mo- Moana. My apologies. Have you, have you seen her? Have you seen what she looks like? The person in real life? No, in the, the movie. Yeah. She's 16. She looks 16 to you? No. No. Kind of. Well, look at she Dis- looks younger. But... Do you see Disney moms? Disney moms in all their movies are. Look, well, Mario, calm down. <laughs> That's Pixar, all right. They have they, they have got a... badonka dogs. I mean, Pixar has a, a vision of the perfect woman, and they let you know it. <laughs> I don't know. I I've I've seen Moana quite often working in Walmart. You know, passing by the toy section, there's like an entire aisle. She she doesn't look that old she, I, she looks a little a little too uh, figured for a 16 year old i'd say 18 well as an 18 year old i would say 18 you you wish 18 that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> whoa Jeez. but uh yeah uh you know other news uh both that movie was canceled uh i guess i'm kind of excited about that just because i'm not the biggest boba fett fan do you think it's because it'd just be too similar to a han solo movie which you're so excited for that you can't stand. Look, I would rather see if they were to decide between the two, I would rather see a Boba Fett with with bounty hunters. A separate just Boba Fett by himself, I think would be kind of lame and boring. The character there's not enough of the character. You don't see enough of him to develop for him, you know what I mean? To, well, that's him. why you have the movie. You develop his character in the movie. But Isn't what he, are you going to do? He's a clone too, right? Like, yeah. So it's he can't be that interesting. They just didn't he's not he doesn't age as fast as the, the clones yeah he's clone an actual Wars. person that was cloned but what he's not an actual person <laughs> if he's a clone well that's debatable i guess well clone clone lives matter <laughs> clown lives matter but uh did you did you see that han solo movie is gonna be a western why do we why do you keep how do you feel, how do you feel about that painfully Bringing this up. Well, how's it going to be a Western? <laughs> I'm excited for a Han Solo movie. Are they going to hop on a space train? Maybe it's going to be set in the western part of Kashyyyk. Where he meets Chewbacca, the known outlaw. Yo, I am I am excited for a Han Solo movie. <laughs> Only Mario slightly. is not. I know Mario is not. We, we've had discussions. Yes. But uh, I, I don't... I don't think it's going to be bad. I don't think it's going to blow me away. But, you know, I'm going into it with uh, high hopes. Like I do most movies. I just hope that it... um, The only way that I think it could work, honestly, would be if Han Solo, Harrison Ford himself, is sitting in a chair or sitting on the Millennium Falcon with Chewbacca next to him. And like reflecting on his life? Yes, reflecting on his life so that he can see him. I think I've said that before, but you know what I mean? I just feel like it would work that way. It'd be, it, would, it would be funny because he would imagine himself different. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. I don't know. I don't think they want to pay him to do that. 
Because then it would be. I don't from think he his... wants to be Han Solo anymore, right? Oh, I don't know about that. I I think I heard that like he he wanted to move away. I mean, from He's going to be a Force ghost, so you know. I guess he's not going to be a Force ghost, John. You don't know that. <laughs> Stop. Look, anybody can. He's be... not Force sensitive. No. Okay. Anybody Chris can be, be Force sensitive. He's a non-Force user. Or is he? He's a you muggle. He's muggle to the Force. Yeah, he could be a squib. You don't know. Yeah, you don't know. He so could be par- a force user. His parents. Par- oh my god. <laughs> Who knows? But uh, yeah, other than that, uh, I mean, Fantastic Beasts. The other movies aren't going to be centered around Newt, but everybody knew that anyway. Yeah. Well, that's. <sighs> I don't. Know, I don't see how that's weird. news, but I read that recently. Like people so are they gonna... coming to the the conclusion. I guess we'll talk about that later. Then when we talk about the yeah. movie. Yeah. I saw. I saw in the little bit of news. I looked up, apparently there were photos from Pacific Rim 2 set. I know if Chris Hawk was here, he'd be super excited about that. he probably already seen him. Yeah, probably. I only saw one, but I've never seen the movie. So, the first one? Yeah, I've never seen the first it's Pacific Rim. bad. Yeah, I, I just... I think you might, you might like it. You'd probably love it. I probably would, but... You like everything you've seen. So as, uh, as you, the viewers, would, uh, would understand after this podcast, I am cinema stupid. <laughs> so they're cinema seven i'm cinema stupid so he likes everything he sees kind of not not true there are things i don't like he could not name them the other night that's for sure uh, no because you have like? to yeah he could not name anything that he's disliked give me give me things i uh avengers avengers i didn't like the first avengers there we go. I, is that because I Chris like, Hawk liked it so much? No, I didn't like. Remember, we tried to watch it. You you put it on for the first time. I got I couldn't get through thirty minutes of it. Th- first thirty minutes, I was like, "Turn this off. Let's watch something else." And then uh, I didn't like. I'm. I kind of did and didn't like the Taken movies. I only liked them because of Liam Neeson. Well, that's why anybody likes those movies, though. Yeah, Man of Steel. Man of Steel. Uh like it yeah did you see yeah. batman v superman i i did did you see it with me i think i saw it with mario oh. yeah me and chris hawk i think all oh. three of it. yeah because chris hawk was like i'm gonna pick up nick i'm waiting for nick oh that's right i had to hold the two seats like forever yeah he was I'm holding t- them I, with his shoes yeah i took my shoes did you off enjoy that? <laughs> i enjoyed batman versus superman because of ben affleck as uh batman huge batman fan so uh i thought he did a justice to the character injustice Injustice uh, 2 Are you excited for Injustice 2? Uh, the Black game? Mana. Yes Dude, I'm excited They said they might add Watchmen characters to that game I don't care about that Apparently that's what's going on in the comics right now All I'm saying is Dr. Manhattan better be green <laughs> Oh my god <laughs> He's not How would you fight as him? He just He'd win He'd win I don't you know. pick him and you win. That's you how you pick fight. and you win. You make him frustrate himself, I guess. He blows up. Yeah, it, he blows himself. The then everybody loses. It's the first. The real. The real game is the first person to pick Doctor Manhattan. <laughs> but and, you can both pick him. Then it's just a tie. Well, no. If unless if they the, frustrate each other. No, if the guy picks him first, <laughs> if one person picks him first, then he makes the other Doctor Manhattan not exist. That's how that works. So it'd be a tie. That's uh, that's interesting. As long as the second player, Dr. Manhattan's green. <laughs> Maybe he's less powerful because he's green. Speaking of doctors, though. Yeah, we should probably go to Dr. Well, Strange. Let's talk about Dr. Strange. Yeah, let's, uh, just briefly. You know, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll end news right there, and we'll, uh, dis- we'll uh, briefly discuss Dr. Strange. So Loved it. 
Nick, you loved it, so tell us why you loved it and what you thought of the movie. Well, uh, I have heard mixed reviews, and by mixed reviews, I mean the only negative review I heard before I had seen the movie was from John. He, uh, he said the movie was terrible and a waste of my time, even though I got to see it for free. Um, time has a value. Yeah, well, it, my time was well spent. Uh, saw it with uh, three friends. Two of them worked at the movie theater, so I got in for free. That's always good. Yeah, and uh, I uh, I went into it. The first scene where they're like running on the the side of the building or whatever and fighting on the, that side of the building hurt my eyes. I don't. I think it was just the building because none of the other scenes where it's got a kaleidoscope. Uh, <laughs> that's yeah. uh, that's funny. <laughs> No, none funny. of those scenes I actually stole that from somebody but uh, none of the other scenes hurt my eyes it was just that first scene I think it was because of the buildings so just the one in the beginning yeah um, but I, I really liked the uh, really liked the movie uh, thought it flowed well I liked uh, the the Cumberbatch he uh, I think he did a good job I've never really watched uh, a ton of his work before but uh, yeah think he did a good job it uh it's definitely the probably the only marvel movie i'm legitimately excited for the others i just kind of see you know speaking of his other works i mentioned this in the lost episode you should watch the imitation game i'd say it's his best movie it's a, it's a very good movie oh huh. because i was low on going to see that movie what do you think of it i didn't watch intimidation game because I, I was like i don't know if i really want to go see this Oh, I thought you meant Doctor Strange. That's pretty good. We, uh, Mario and I had uh, the same opinion. Pretty in, much. And actually, Chris Hawk actually kind of had the same opinion as well. So Yeah, I think he liked What's wrong it. with you guys? I think Chris Hawk liked it a little more than us. Yeah, Chris Hawk, I, I believe, liked it a little bit more than us. But he's, what do he say? The rule of cool? Yeah, so the rule of cool, uh, for those who don't know, is if the movie is cool, it's good. Such as or a the... Part. Uh, or a, a part of the movie can make the whole movie good if it's cool. Such as the uh, the visually stunning effects of Doctor Strange. I but, mean, I didn't think they were that bad. Just, just throwing that I'm back. not saying they were bad. I just... They get, they get a little old. A little tired, if you ask me. But So, John, since we pretty much have the same opinion and you're, you're better at explaining things than I am, do you want to go ahead and explain basically our same opinion so our, our stance is uh basically that uh dr strange himself doesn't really have much development in terms of what you see he just gets he, he develops excessively fast we thought there's a lack of character development you don't you don't have an idea of how much time he spent at the uh the monastery he just kind of learns his magic powers really quickly so there's no i there's no like I don't know, measurement for how fast he's doing things or how fast. He, I understand he's smart, but you still, you don't ever see him develop because it's just kind of like skipping things that we're not seeing. Now, I don't know if that's like just a choice based on time because they wanted to keep it under two hours to claim that was a big thing, even though it was five minutes under two hours. But other than that, I mean, it's just, it's a lot of visual effects and the visual effects in the beginning just kind of get tired. Like they're cool well, and yeah, then they get tired. Cool. Like. I see what you're saying in the beginning. They're kind of like headachey. Yeah, like, the 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 first yeah. bit on. I think it's more the the building. Yeah. That that building was just white 
basically, mm-hmm. and it was in the middle of the day, so it was also bright. A lot of people complain about that, actually, like the thing giving them headaches. The beginning or Remember, or the whole thing? I said in the theater because I was... Uh, yeah. But that was later on when but it really people, bothered me. A lot of people who saw an IMAX actually had like a huge problem with that just because of how in your face it was. I think I might have seen it in IMAX. I don't know. It was the first theater at AMC, I think. It, uh, that ten. might... Ten. Yeah, that ten. might be one of the on IMAX On the left ones. or the right? On the right. Oh, because I think... I know, I know one's on the left. I don't know about the right side. But I, it was... I mean, it's not bad. It's just not good. And then the villain... Like, there's just no... He's not fleshed out enough for me. And, uh, you know, how he beat him is, is clever, but he's just not... I don't know. That was one of the rule of cools yeah, for Chris Hogg. Chris Hogg, <laughs> rule of cool, how he beat him. Which, the, it's the nice, time. but when you think about the villain there, he's the real villain's in it for five seconds, where the guy you've got the whole movie isn't even a factor anymore. So it's... I don't know, it's... It's just not something that I feel measures up to the better Marvel movies, but it's still better than Thor two. Yeah, we we were like we were like Thor two is the the it, baseline for worst Marvel movie. Yeah, I I I think John was a little more high on it than I did right there because I actually compared it to Thor two. Oh, it's it's, it's comparable to Whoa. Thor two just because of the the lack of a strong villain. <laughs> I don't know about that, but um, I know our dad loved Thor two, but. He's the definition of love anything. He's a dad. Yeah. Dads love anything. It's nostalgic for him, so, you know. Yeah, he, comic books. Yeah, he read he read Thor too. He got mad at me when I got home from Doctor Strange. Really? Because I was I was telling him about it. I was like, Yeah, I liked it. It's the only one I'm I'm excited for and he goes, Oh well thanks. He would say that. He uh he actually <laughs> apparently read Doctor Strange comics and was, I think he had a few of them, yeah. I think he said one it was of, his favorite one of his favorites. If so. I can recall from the lost the lost ep- the second lost episode Chris Hawk's biggest issue I think was that he was bored during that whole monastery part I don't know why I know I know another issue Chris Hawk had was the lack of mysticism I do remember oh, that's that right. he was reading the comics oh in the the um he was a little bit upset about the uh the eye of what do you call it uh, I of Agam Agamotto. Yeah, he because he said not Ag- Agamemnon. No, <laughs> not, not to be confused. He because he said that um, it's not supposed to have the ten, the the time gem is its yeah. own thing, and in the eye of Agamotto has whatever, its own powers. It has its own powers. They're setting it up to where it won't have any powers without it. Yeah, and I think that's what his Maybe. biggest issue was. But he, but I think that's because he's been reading it recently. So he was, I think reading what he's you know read in the comic book and then what he saw on screen was a little bit different yeah he, because they're setting i think he he felt as if they were setting up or something with yeah they're definitely setting up for something bigger with uh what more more do mordo i don't remember if it's an yeah. o or you there but he's like his big villain which mordo could be, could be really good could be really good but just this, I just felt like this movie didn't deliver, yeah. and I know I'm of the unpopular opinion there. I, uh, I think that as Nick, far did as you th- give us your grade of it? I I have not. Okay. Uh, my grade would be, uh, I I gave it I think a, a nine out of ten. Yeah, you really liked it. Yeah, it it was good. It wasn't mm-hmm. wasn't. I give a few movies ten out of tens, but it wasn't there. Yeah. So, um, because I I saw the faults. Yeah. 
I just you just enjoyed it. Dude. They like, weren't as big for me. Yeah, okay. Because like that, like you guys talking about, uh, Jonathan brought up the, the um, the time skip. Yeah. Uh, because I know there's definitely a time skip in there. You can kind of see it, but it doesn't. It doesn't it's not tell flushed you. Flushed out. Yeah, it's not flushed out, and it doesn't tell you how long that is. And I feel like that could have happened in the post of the movie, uh, because like you brought up cutting time. They probably cut some of the monastery time because they felt like it wasn't needed, and that kind probably. of that kind of made it lack a little bit. They they could have probably stretched it out a little bit longer. I th- um I mean the only other thing that I I had an issue with is I thought it didn't really do anything for cinematic universe except for the time gem. I think it was my only issue. Is like I the the you... time gem and it it set up. Uh... Is set up Doctor Strange for the world. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's I mean that's what I mean. But it didn't really. It does feel a little disconnected from the universe. But I mean, but what... I guess that's Doctor Strange. From what I hear, he's he's not supposed to be like heavily involved. Okay. Yeah, he I feel like take sides or something. I feel like he won't. I, from from watching the movie, it looked like he, I I guess supposedly he's getting involved in. Thor Ragnarok. I yeah, that's what it seems yeah. like. Yeah, and uh, from watching the movie and the little bit of research I did on Doctor Strange after seeing the movie, um, he does exactly what he was trained at the monastery to do, which is protect the world from mystical threats. And since the cinematic universe up until now has all been physical threats, I feel like he's going to be disconnected from it for a little bit yeah until we get closer to infinity war makes sense did you uh do we want to give our grades just, just yeah because? i i think i what i give it a 6.5 out of 10 something like that six, yeah six or a 6.5 we'll go 6.25 since i can't remember <laughs> still passing i think oh no, I... yeah it's it's definitely i like i said it's it's good enough for a movie but i would not go see it in theaters if i was giving it a yeah. chris hawk grade I, yeah, I believe he said either rent it or skip it. I well, don't remember you, either. You or. can't skip it, but I think it was a rent it there. I don't remember. I, if only I can get through all the echoing and reverb. Yeah. <laughs> I think I gave it a five point five. Honestly, I think that's what I gave it because I was just a failing grade. I remember it was one, one, uh, number below you. Yeah, I do remember that. But Nick, you gave it a nine out of ten. Yeah, I, I gave it a nine out of ten. Um, but that's because I don't do point fives. Yeah. Uh, whether or not it'd be an eight point five or a nine point five, if I did, I can't say. So yeah. I just put it in the middle as a nine. That's a good call. Good call. Good call. But uh, we can move to the uh, the main, the main the main event here. The Fantastic Beast in the room. Yes. So the main event we uh, we all saw uh, Fantastic Beasts and where to find them over the weekend. Yes, um, I just want to state that a lot of people have been getting on my case because I'm not a big Harry Potter fan. That's all right, you squib. Yeah, you really need to be for this movie, but we'll get there when we we discuss what your problems with the movie are. Because I'm yeah. sure a lot of them have to do with the fact that you don't get a lot of information on things. Yes. Have you have you seen all the Harry Potter movies? I can tell you right now, he has not. I don't even. Do you want to know which ones I've seen? He's seen I the can... first two. I've seen the first one in theaters when I was a kid. Okay. I saw number two. Okay. I don't recall seeing number three, even though I think some of it sounds Arguably familiar. Arguably the best one. 
Which number was, three is considered the best. One. Which one is the when they introduced uh, the butter beer? That's the the third one. That's Hogsmeade. Yeah, that's the third one. Okay, so maybe I've seen a little bit of three, but I don't remember. That's much with Gary Oldman. That's where he's first introduced. Okay, is that is that when they introduced the rat guy? Yes. Yes. Okay, I so maybe I did Scabbers see three. turns into. Uh, yeah. What's maybe I did see three. I saw four. I don't remember five or six, but I've seen both Deadly Hollows, so I know how it ends. Um. Yeah. It's all over the place, and your your knowledge is not very good if you don't remember things. Yes. Yeah. But before I saw this movie, I did research what is known of Dumbledore versus Grindelwald. Grindelwald, yeah. But they don't. But I lightly, guess lightly yeah. touched on in the book. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I uh, well, uh, do you want you want to have Chris Hawk's review inserted? First, first, we could, yeah. Well, what we're gonna do is, is we're gonna, like we said, we're gonna insert Chris Hawk's review first, and then we're going to give ours. And yes, he is running a marathon while he's getting the review. <laughs> I don't think any of us has have heard this review in its entirety, so this will be a treat for all of us. So, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, the first of five movies by J.K. Rowling and David Yates. Let's just say right off the bat that this is one of the biggest surprise movies that I enjoyed this year. Because I definitely had my doubts about it. I definitely had second thoughts. I was very, very skeptical about this. I, uh, generally surprised. I, uh, this movie effectively thrusts you back into the wizarding world. And when I say thrust, I mean it's a no-holds-bar action adrenaline-fueled thrill ride that uh, if you are not very familiar with the Wizarding World, you might be confused about some things. But uh, let's start with the, um, the good stuff real fast. Uh, the Beast, obviously, were some of the best part of the movie. It was, they were very creative. They were v- the CGI for them was very well done. They blended in well with the scenery, the characters. I mean, the uh, Niffler and the Bow Truckle are definitely fan favorites, but mine uh, is definitely the Thunderbird. Thunderbird's just the best. I think the characters were very well done, especially Newt and Jacob. Especially Jacob. I felt Newt brought a awkwardness to the character, which is very unique. He's not. He's not your typical overconfident main character and um, he's also a Hufflepuff and as a Hufflepuff myself it was great to see a Hufflepuff on the screen in a main role that's right go Hufflepuffs and um, and Jacob was um, Jacob was a very good character he plays the the nomad that we all are the muggles that we all are and uh, he represents us and he did a very good job that's how I would think I would act in that situation if I was presented with such such things. And he brought a lifeness to this movie that I felt was very good. And I definitely enjoyed every single part with Jacob in it. And the two female characters, Queenie and Tina, Tina actually being the, the future wife of Newt, was very... They were very good, too, although it took me a while to get to like Tina. Queenie was an instant like. 
very bubbly, very, you know, very upbeat, and I liked it a lot. And she brought some things to the, to the movie itself. And um, Colin Farrell, Farrell's character, Percival Gra- uh, Graves, was probably one of my favorite villains in the Harry in the uh, Wizarding universe so far, other than Voldemort, of course. But he was just a good, good villain from the start to the beginning, and I really, really enjoyed him. I um. The magic itself was very well done. If if you didn't notice, they used a lot of wordless magic, which is um, which might be weird to you because you might be used to the Harry Potter form with the uh, when they yell the spells out. But this is much different. There was also some parts where Percival Graves was using wandless magic, which is very very unique. So that might have. I might have tripped up some people if they didn't, if they weren't familiar with it. I definitely enjoyed to see the North American side of the Wizarding World, and I and I think J.K. Rowling did an excellent job of in infusing her own unique American style of the Wizarding World, as in uh, the Makuza, the Magical Congress, and how I love the um, I love the main similarity between the. Um, black and white uh, segregation and the magic and no mash segregation that was going on. It, that was a great, that was, that was a great, I like that. It was, it was very unique. You know, it brought something to the American side of the Wizarding World that's, that wasn't in the UK side because, you know, they, they weren't that strict about the interactions between a muggle and a wizard because they could actually get married over there. In this one, it seems the opposite. So, I, you know, I thought that was really unique. I liked that a lot. I really liked the introduction of the Obscura. I believe that's what it's called. And how um, magic that is repressed can lash out like that. And I think it adds to the story of Arena Dumbledore. Of what happened to her situation and how she killed her mom. And she killed herself during the time of Dumbledore and Grindelwald. And I, I think I liked that a lot. Yeah, some people might not like, but I, I like the fact that they're, they're adding new stuff. So I'll get into dislikes. Um, There's going to be massive spoilers coming up because the biggest dislike of this entire movie was actually the ending reveal. So if you don't want to know about that before you go see the movie, you might want to just uh, skip forward about the end of my, uh, my review. So easily, the... There were some here or there small nitpicks that did not ruin the movie for me at all that I, I barely can even remember. I mean, there were some awkward moments, and that wasn't due to the acting at all. It was just due to the timing of some things. So I really aren't going to nitpick that much. But the easily the biggest dislike I had of this entire movie was, mess spoilers, okay, so you were warned, was the fact that Percival Graves was actually going to wall in disguise, and the reveal itself literally made me audibly groan in the movie theater. I, I just, I'm still not sold on Johnny Depp being Grindelwald. He does not look how I thought Grindelwald would look. He just, it's just, Colin Farrell did the absolute best job as a good villain in this movie, and the reveal of him turning into Johnny Depp 
was just Tara bad. Johnny Depp looks goofy in comparison to the rest of this movie. He looks very out of place. I did not like it at all. You could barely hear, hear him deliver his line to Newt at the end. And it was just it was just not a good scene at all. It was very it felt very rushed. It it kinda it kind of actually hurt the the image I had of Grindelwald as an all powerful wizard. So that was my biggest dislike of the entire movie. I So to wrap it all up, I would uh I would say that this movie is a definite definite movie to see in theaters it is just it is so much fun the characters are all likable they're very easy to get into there's not really a whole lot of complex things about this movie the beast are some of the best part of the movie your kids are going to love this movie if you have kids you're, I mean there's a part for everyone in this movie there's a maturity to it that the Harry Potter movies didn't have until like the last couple there's a grown up quality to this movie and they don't handhold you either so this is a very good entry into the wizarding world and while I did hear that um Eddie Redmayne as Newt won't be headlining he won't be the main character in the next four movies which does unnerve me a little bit because they should just call this an anthology series instead of Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them parts but uh that's here or there we'll find out what's going on but um, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them definitely tickled my Wizarding World fancy because, as you know, I'm a big Harry Potter fan, and this was a definite, definite must-see in theaters. Absolute most def. So this um, most def must-see. Most def must-see. So that was uh, Chris Hawks, Chris Taku grade for Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. A most def must-see. So yeah, all right. There yeah, it is. The that was Chris a good Hawk review. Thunderbirds and, and Jacob. Yeah, well, you know, he's and pretty beasts. high on Jacob, and uh, the beasts are the best part. But I I have a different opinion on that. But we'll get to that. Um, do you want to start Nikonoki? Um, I think since I uh, kind of started Doctor Strange, uh, I think you should start. Okay, I mean, I can start. Or or do you think Mario should start? And well, then we we correct some of his stuff and then say ours. Okay. Mario, you can start. Okay. Well, it, it's opinion, so we're not correcting him. Yeah. You're just giving more information yes. that I didn't. Then you did not get. Yes. Which I understand. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, like I said, I'm not a big Harry Potter fan. Um. So there's a lot that that apparently you, know, you apparently you said you told you have told me that you have to go to what website to get more information uh pottermore is the website that jk rowling uh whenever she feels like writing harry potter but doesn't feel like making a whole book out of it she puts it there okay it's kind of like a, a harry potter blog so there's will. more info for people who don't know what's going on in this movie to... yeah a whole whole section on fantastic yeah. beasts i think what so general thoughts, I think my, my biggest issue with this movie was that for it technically being a prequel, they wanted you to know more. They wanted you to know before going into it about some of the, the characters and stuff involved, I felt like. Because I felt like you don't really... I mean, obviously you know that Newt from the trailers and stuff and from the little snippets that you know from Fantastic Beasts that he's looking for all these creatures and stuff. Um, 
I I just felt like they didn't really give you any information on him until like a part in a movie like until like maybe 30 minutes later I felt like they they just didn't really I, I mean obviously you know his motive kind of early because he's chasing the one thing around um I, I don't know how to describe this in general thoughts without talking about the movie entirely I guess I mean we can we can just if you can't do it it's, yeah. it's been a it's been a week yeah since we're recording this it's been a week oh, six days since the movie came out and uh, it'll probably be over a week when you if you haven't make seen this, it you so. should see it now and then listen to this yeah stop yeah. now go watch the movie come back but I, generally I, I would say I wasn't very high on it um, I will give it a positive grade I will say that so you pretty much already know what it's gonna be um, is that a six yeah I figured but uh, I just I I didn't really think there was much of a plot. Like there wasn't that. Like I felt like it was just a bunch of subplots. It's all one setup. That's what it is. Yeah, and I think that's what bothers me is it's just setting up and. But then, it doesn't. It doesn't give me enough to feel like as if the movies that are gonna come, are set up as well. Did you have a favorite character? Um, the, the 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 beast that stole change. I was going to ask about a favorite beast next. So, did you have a favorite character? Just say Jacob, like Chris. Yeah, Hall. Jacob. I guess would be my favorite character. Well, he's relatable to us all. That is true. Except we for me, I'm really a wizard, and we're just fat. And he has a dream. I'm I'm really a wizard though. So, did you uh, do you have a favorite moment? Just so we'll get that out um, there. My favorite moment moments are probably when when they're all when they're looking for the beasts the parts that they go looking for the beasts i think are my favorite parts i think that was the most charismatic parts in my opinion in the whole movie was those parts i think that's i think that gave newt's character i think you really got to see his character in those parts yeah um it's where he shines yeah i think other than that you you don't really get to much of his character. I mean, besides him, I feel like he's the only one with a motive to uh, the, the story, I guess, because he's the main character. Do you have a, uh, a least favorite moment? Least favorite moment? Or is it just the lack of information? Yeah, it was kind of weird seeing uh, Colin Farrell scold the one kid. I felt like it was a little... <laughs> just felt like a like a priest and yeah. a child <laughs> he did kind of look like it at times yeah it was kind of weird it was kind of creepy. Oh, he had that weird slick backed hair so. like he didn't even talk to he's, him really he's like a new age priest <laughs> but that's what they're doing but, these days but relating in the 1920s the relating to the youth but in the 1920s well you got to remove the 1920s from i mean scene. i have a i have a list here a bunch of stuff i didn't like but i don't know if you want me to describe it now or wait till we get into more into the actual movie i mean it doesn't matter uh, did you uh, do you want to go next, Nick Kenobi? Uh General thoughts, and then I'll ask you the same questions. Sure. Um, Don't go too in depth because we'll talk about that, you know, as we get into it. Yeah. So uh, what I was telling everybody who is me and Jonathan saw it opening night, um, super excited going into it. Uh, Jonathan and his girlfriend less so. Uh, I was telling everybody after I'd seen it that 
it's not a Harry Potter movie. Mm-hmm. It's it's a Wizarding World movie. It's an accurate description. And it and definitely is. Because to say it's a Harry Potter movie makes it seem like it's tied to the uh to to the series, the the other movies and books um in some way and really the only way it's tied to them is the mention of Albus Dumbledore in Hogwarts. Yeah, in Hogwarts. And, and Lestrange. Yeah, and and Lestrange. Uh spoiler. Um is that Zoe Kravitz the picture? Who's the picture? Are we uh, Oh, we'll get into Yeah, that. okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, that is. Okay, we'll get into Yeah. Yeah, so um I really liked the movie. Uh, it was great. Loved the beasts. Loved the characters. Um, I do feel like there was there was hardly any plot. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll we'll get into that a little bit a little bit more. But I feel like the the plot that was there was kind of shoehorned in. Mm-hmm. It felt like to give the movie a plot. Um, but being a fan of Harry Potter and of the Wizarding World, especially in North America, um. I like I loved the movie because it it I feel like it took having no plot and still made a good movie out of that. Because usually when a when a movie has no plot, it falls flat and is just a terrible movie. But with what little bit of plot it had, it it worked with it and still made it good. Mm-hmm. Um I think by the end of it like even though I was I didn't really like see myself caring about any really any of the characters i think by the end of it you care about the characters if that makes sense like as it goes on i didn't really does that make sense like as it goes on i'm kind of like okay I can see that. Yeah. but at the end of it i was you like kind of want to see where it goes yeah but at the same time you're like i don't really know why yeah i, I mean i don't feel that way i do that I with a lot of tv shows and i could see that how did you have a favorite character uh favorite character uh, kind of hard because it's probably tied between two, but they're male and female, so I'll split yeah. it up that way. Favorite male character probably Newt. He, uh, Newt Scamander. He he. Newt Scamander. Yeah, as uh, as as Hawk mentioned, it's uh, it's very refreshing to see a main character who is not gung ho and who is super awkward and just cares about his beasts. Um, some scenes I thought he had Down syndrome. I don't... I could see that. I don't know what house Newt Scamander was in, unfortunately. Hufflepuff. He was a Hufflepuff. No, I, that was the actor. The, oh. The actor is a Hufflepuff, uh, according to the, the... Oh, but in the briefcase, when he shows it... Wait, like, was it Hufflepuff? Yeah, because they do the muggle thing. In the beginning, it's the Hufflepuff colors. Maybe. I don't know. Jonathan's, Jonathan's fact-checking me. I'm finding it. Um, because I feel like he'd be more of a Ravenclaw. Because mm. Hufflepuffs are loyal and average people. He was like, he was. Re- he was a Hufflepuff. Oh, was he? Huh. Yeah. And his uh, his occupation is technically listed as a magic zoologist. Just so you know, he's magical cha- zoologist. He's a chaser. I knew that. Interesting. It, it just he seemed more like a Ravenclaw to me, which I am a Ravenclaw. So. But hearing he's a Hufflepuff, pretty cool. Um, I, uh, for my favorite female character, uh, for the life of me, 
her name slips my mind right now, but it's the uh, the the redhead that can uh, read, read people's minds. Her name is Queenie. Queenie. That is my favorite character, and I'll get into that. It was uh, Tina was her sister. That's what I wanted yes. to say, but I, I didn't. Uh, I think but, Tina would be my favorite female character. Yeah, Queenie. I'm a one. fan of redheads, and uh, she just added something new, I felt, to the Harry Potter world. I mean, at least for the cinematic Harry Potter world. Never read the books, so She's I don't know. X-Men. I don't know if there's there's people who can read minds in the books. They never mention it. Okay, yeah, because that that if they do mention it, it's like one sentence, and I couldn't remember because I haven't read them in quite. Because time. the the word he used, what was it? Legilimance. Yeah, there's something like that. I don't remember. It's like illegilimance or they might they might mention it. I think they mention it's probably it. in like a div- in divination class or something. But I, I I think they do mention it. Now that I think about it I in the fourth movie, maybe maybe the third when they're in divination. Uh, just just briefly as a word, but it it was really cool to to see that. Um. But yeah, it was it was kind of shocking to see new stuff, because even as somebody who has seen all the Harry Potter movies, never read the books, unfortunately, I will I'll get on that. Um, but as somebody who's seen all the Harry Potter movies, mm-hmm. there's still some things that they kind of gloss over or don't explain yeah. that weren't explained in previous movies. Did you uh, have a favorite beast? Uh, the teleporting chickens. <laughs> They're uh, briefly shown in the, uh, in the scene where he, they're just going throughout all the, the beasts in his briefcase and they're just kind of floating around. I think all the beasts were my favorite beasts. The, uh, the teleporting have, chickens though. They're my favorite parts. <laughs> I'm a fan of disapparition and, uh, yeah, I would have one of those as my pet. Do you have a favorite moment? Favorite moment? Um, probably when Newt is Newt and Tina are being arrested and they're like in the court um right after that senator guy dies mm-hmm. and uh Newt's just yelling about his beasts and they're like don't he's like don't harm them they're they're not dangerous don't harm them they're not dangerous and he says about 10 times that but does, uh, yeah I think it I think that's the the biggest part of character development because like his friend Tina is being arrested. He's being arrested and sentenced to death. He still only cares about his beasts. That uh, that ability is called legitimacy, and it's actually yeah. how uh, Snape teaches Harry to guard his mind from. That's where it's brought up. Yep. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's the same stuff where he attacks his mind to prevent him Voldemort from invading his mind. But uh, uh, I guess I'll go with my general thoughts. I. Uh, you know, I did not expect anything out of this movie. Five movies of uh, a paragraph in a book is ridiculous to me, and a bunch of beasts. But you know, I guess it's more about uh, Dumbledore versus Grindelwald. That's what it's really about. So I guess that kind of makes sense. But uh, overall, the movie, you know, exceeded my expectations because there were none. I didn't have any expectations at all. I mean, I went into it with nothing. I understand what you're saying when you don't get a lot of information. Because they, yeah. don't, they don't tell you anything. You never get any information. Yeah. It's just assuming that you know what you're, you're doing. And if you're not a fan of Harry Potter, you don't really know that. Well, it was a, uh, a worldwide phenomenon. So. 
Well, yeah, and I understand kind of hopping they're, on the they're taking way. liberties with that, and they can do that. They don't need new fans, I guess they feel. I mean, yeah. But it's, you know, I mean, I as a, as a Harry Potter fan, I enjoyed it. Fran. Um, fr- Fran. As a, as a Harry Potter Fran. <laughs> but uh, uh, my favorite character was Queenie, and it's it's mainly because, uh, not, not because of her interactions with Jacob, because I don't really... How she tricks. People. I don't like that romance because it's just like a replacement for the Ron and Hermione thing that they had yeah. in the first Whoa. movies. This is, this no, it's this already being considered that. That's nah. what people are considering it. Nah, uh, it's it's mainly because of her power and her mundane like position, because she's not important. But then she is important. You know, she doesn't yeah. have an important position, but she has but a, she has an important ability. Yeah. And it's not overused to where she's doing it every five seconds. It's really only used in like casual conversations that don't relate to the main plot. Even like she never reads Grindelwald's mind. That is true. Maybe she can't because he. Uh... Maybe he's protecting himself like Harry protects himself. Whether that's true, I don't know. I just don't think you she ever tried. Don't get that, and you don't get that in the plot, <laughs> which is good. I mean, if she had read that and been like, "Oh my God, there he is! It's right here. It's him." If that's how they had known, that'd have been bad. I wouldn't have liked it. But. uh or she's like, I just can't read his mind. My favorite beast was the uh, the little bow truckle, the uh, little stick man yeah. on his... Uh, twig jacks. Twig jacks, yes. On his <laughs> lapel. Um, and, uh, you know, arguably Ron Perlman, the goblin. But that, I was like, that's Ron Perlman. That's Ron Perlman. No, I didn't really like that That double-crossing fool. But uh, as far as favorite moments go, the, the moment that stands out most to me is the uh, part where Queenie cooks the strudel with magic just because it's like a reintroduction to the the magical world of Harry Potter without the annoying Harry Potter music that they play at certain parts in the movie, dun, da, da, which uh, dun, da, we'll discuss momentarily because I dun, felt like that was so forced dun, and done. I have no idea why they felt the need to yeah. put Harry Potter music in the movie during like special parts where that part is done so well and it's so magical without it it may have its own music you know it has like a yeah. fun tone but it's not like well oh, classic harry potter are music you, are you talking about the the wind chimes where because there's two there's the one i'm I talking just about did. both of them yes where they do that in different like where something mystical just, happens it's just overused. and it's kind of like a it's like a bell it just doesn't belong thing. it's not a harry potter movie you know it's 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 a wizarding world movie it's a movie in the harry potter was universe. it in this movie the theme the uh, the two music themes, yeah, the ones they use throughout the whole series. I didn't really. I honestly didn't notice. It. It. Yeah, I didn't notice. Yeah, they're it. they're in there at least once each time. Maybe I'm like ear blind to Harry Potter music during it a just Harry kinda, Potter movie. It kind of blends in, but uh, Jennifer and I definitely noticed it as soon as it played. It is uh, it's in there, but yeah. I mean, that's my general thoughts. I thought it was pretty good. Wouldn't know you guys noticed it. You guys just talked to each other the whole movie. That's that's because we don't talk loud, okay? We don't we don't yell. Neither not over I. there rustling popcorn. We're not Chris Rock over here. I I don't yell during movies. But Ooh, uh, yeah. So uh, what do we want to go to details? What do we want to do? I guess we'll get into more details. Um, I'll just list a couple first of what I guess I didn't like, and, right. I'll, and then I'll talk about what I liked. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah sure. go for it. Um, I think I already touched on it before. I thought there was, I didn't really think there was a plot. I think it was just a bunch of, uh, characters, uh, and their plots, I guess, put into one. 
And that's because it's not the main focus of the five movies. We know that. Yeah, but I, I feel like they didn't even really tease. The, the only part they teased that was with Grindelwald. Like, is Johnny them, Depp. Johnny Depp. Was, that was the only part. They're like, oh, no, it's Grindelwald. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. Well, they, they also start oh, off. Oh, I remember Grindelwald. Oh, remember? Remember, remember Grindelwald? Remember Get Grindelwald. out of here, remember Berries. <laughs> remember Dumbledore? Uh, remember Dumbledore? I'm, uh... <laughs> Look, I'm a recovering member berry addict. All right, but member berries. And I feel like member berries were definitely a part in this movie. I kind um, of, and I'll touch on that. But uh, I, I just felt like they didn't really explain the characters that well. And the only time they explained it was through like little, little hints of dialogue. You know, it was like little lines, like not like, ex- not like extensive lines. In but, terms of like Newt and Tina and the main yeah, characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's just like with Tina, she was just like, I just want to be a Spectre again. And you're just like, okay, I guess you used to be... And I, you know, I think that's why Queenie's my favorite character. Because she's a side character. And a yeah. brief description like that, it fits. It fits, yeah. It fits. Um, and that's what I think what makes Jacob better is you get more a sense of him in the beginning. Yeah, you definitely do. And he's um, not he's not too complex. He's not magical. I think... Th- a nomadge. <laughs> yeah, he's a nomadge. Just, I just thought we call him over here. I thought Newt's character introduction... What, what's a muggle? It's person doesn't have magic. Can't no, that's magic. a no match. A no match. Were, were you from Brit? Were you, yeah. were you some Brit? <laughs> I'm from Europe, okay? I talk like this. Um, I, like, like I said, I don't know. I just felt like Newt's character introduction was a little lackluster. Because you have to wait like 20 minutes before you even I th- get to meet him. I think honestly. his whole character is lackluster personally. Yeah. But uh, we'll Wait, get to that when it's my turn. I just didn't think he had that many lines until. He's giving me an evil smile. Until he gets to the... Why is that going to upset Nick? Oh, that's his favorite character, apparently. Like, yeah, I, Nick, I just didn't feel like he had that many lines until he got out. into the briefcase. Like, when he gets to the briefcase, that's when you actually get to meet him and actually hear him talk. I, I Well, I think that's part of his awkwardness. Like, yeah. because it's like his safe place, kind of. Like, that's where he's most comfortable being himself. Yeah. And out in the world, with, dealing with other people. Like, he's he always looks secluded. looks like Down Syndrome. <laughs> well, no, he's like... <laughs> He's with like always facial expression. I was like, "Is there what's wrong with him?" He's always secluded in his briefcase with yeah. his beasts. I think that that comes from like not having a lot of social interaction. I thought some of the comedy was was really like more giggle than make you burst out laughing. Not that... if you were in the theater we were in. Yeah, according really? to the according to the three teenage girls who I'm pretty pretty certain they're probably about Moana's age. They uh <laughs> nice. You can never tell nowadays. <laughs> no, you can't. Um they uh during that that whole rhino scene where he's like d- doing dancing, like, I guess the or, mating dance yeah, the or mating whatever. Dance, yeah. He uh or she like these three girls could not stop laughing. People were losing it in our theater. Really? At, yeah. Like at that scene, the giggle water yeah. scene, people died. Really? I didn't think it was that funny because I expected it. I but... didn't expect it. I totally like. Did you laugh? I I I didn't laugh like. You probably hard, chuckled. But I, I laughed. Yeah. But did you see what I mean? Like I feel like that the comedy was supposed to be a little more mature. Like, huh? You know, hmm, that's kind of funny. And then yeah. instead of more like, no, we're gonna make you really laugh because yeah. it's because I thought. Um, Jacob's comedy was like was a little trying too hard at some parts. Yeah, but I um, could see that. They kind of made him too dumb at times. Yeah, and he was also I think I just sweating a, for I think half I just, the movie. I think due I, to that bite. Yeah, 
I just I felt like there was a uh, a lot of weird facial expressions. Like everyone's facial expression just felt uninspired to me. I don't know. You're talking like, about uh, Newt's commander's half smiles. <laughs> just well, yeah, that. And then just anytime Jacob looked at something, he's just like, I was just like, what? Uh, I just it just I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too bad this is an audio podcast because that was a great face yeah the newt's that's commander. a little too down center <laughs> the there. newt's um, commander half smile we'll, i love you uh, we'll make it the thumbnail we'll make it the though. thumbnail for the uh <laughs> the, park. the the issue i had with grindwald as colin farrell was they it made you think that colin farrell was actually a part did you see that coming i kind of did towards the once once he was uh, talking to the kid, that's when I was like, "I, I want I, you to I, ask I, me that question when he's done with his answer." Once, one like at first, I didn't. I thought he was just like you know. I thought he was going to be a character, like an actual character part of the yeah. thing. Like, which he, is what I thought. Yeah, he was just missing. Like, he was just um, really serious about magic, and you know, I thought he was on his side the whole time. But well, uh, yeah, that's what I thought at one point. But then once he started, when he gave him the necklace, I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, then yeah, it's I obvious. Was, I was like, okay, he's definitely Grinnerwald. But like how he just kind of was just like infiltrated there and like a part of everything, like a big part of it. You know what I mean? And it was real close to the president, Madam President. I just thought that was a little like progressive world, the the uh north american magic community. yeah like like i was like okay i understand that his characters you know he's part of this world they they kind of know who he is they you know he's he's high up he's close to madam president but then like later when you find out it's grinnenwald i was like how would he i feel like they should have like well, explained see here's a theory behind that the theory is because they said they almost captured him and then he got away yeah is that he actually killed the guy he's impersonating and took his identity. Probably what happened, and like that, in the fourth movie. That, yeah, it's it's complete fourth movie, you know, Mad-Eye Moody, which where he takes the guy's identity and gets yeah. rid of him. Which is, it makes the most sense, and I guess they'll address that next movie, but... I feel like they should explain that when they got him. Or something. I, you know, I just... Because, because you know what I mean? Do you, do you know what I'm saying? I just didn't feel like there was any... Uh, there was a lot of mischaracter, motive, or explanation character wise i just felt like there wasn't a lot of character development can't wait for my answer well you know uh before we get to his answer i'll uh, just say that i did not see that happening because it was kind of like a disbelief thing just because i knew johnny depp was grindelwald yeah so i didn't think that they would take colin farrell and turn him into johnny depp yeah i thought they would duo that and you know be like a, a right hand man yeah, yeah yeah i didn't think that would happen and i think that kind of blinded me from seeing that just because mm-hmm. I mean, Johnny Depp being Grindelwald, you're like, okay, yeah. well, he's going to get this big intro when I know he does it. I know that's Chris Hawk, Chris Hawk's uh, least favorite part is the reveal of Johnny Depp. I mean, it's kind of lackluster. Yeah. And he, he does his Johnny Depp, you know, classic one quote, walk yeah. by. But uh, Nick Kenoki, how'd you feel about this? So uh, I saw it coming from the moment the movie started. Which, you know, it makes sense if you look at it that way. But that's because you didn't know Johnny Depp was Grindelwald. I didn't. I didn't. I, uh... I had heard it in our group text uh, forever ago, back probably when it was first announced that he was Grindelwald. I, uh, but me just glancing at the group text all the time didn't really register in my brain when I went to go see it. And uh, 
so the first scene opens up Grindelwald kills those people yeah and uh, they show they show him on the back of his head with the slicked back white hair and then uh, when they first show Colin Farrell they show him walking from from the back with slicked backed black hair so I'm like well that's obviously the bad guy maybe there's just a cult Maybe Grindelwald's gang just likes the that haircut. Maybe it's a requirement. Maybe to be part of his society. Maybe, but uh, I don't think it is. No, it's definitely not. But. Yeah. Um. So I saw that coming from forever away. Only, only, only thing I didn't like about that whole thing was the the giving him the necklace. Because I didn't quite understand. Grindelwald was supposed to be the the big villain of that movie because it did if without knowing that it doesn't doesn't make you feel that way I so like I see where you're coming from if I guess it just works out different because you knew Grindelwald was supposed to be the villain so you're waiting for his big entrance yeah I didn't I knew he was an overarching I saw the way you're supposed to without the internet spoilers yes at one which is what I try to that's why I think that's why I like movies better at one point, I honestly thought maybe Colin Farrell was just going to be like a lone bad guy in this movie. You know what I mean? Like his own separate. I, I felt villain. that too. At one yeah, point, I, th- I considered that. And then, and then, at, and then at the same point, I believe that maybe Grindelwald would just be later in other movies. But I didn't think they would just in, just introduce him in this oh, one I knew right they away. Would. I knew they would until that one part when I he gave him the necklace. Yeah, it was it was. It's just something they couldn't like hide. Yeah, so they, they just, knew they, they like, had to do it. Let's just tease it. Let's just do it. Let's they get had to do it. It would, it would have got leaked anyway. Like, there's no way. They had to do it. See, this is why I uh, just stay away from all movie-related things on the internet as best I can. Well, when it's the, the front page of Reddit and it tells you Johnny Depp's Grindelwald, then... You, That's you, why you just don't you go on Reddit. You can't really avoid Just don't go on Reddit. I haven't been on I Reddit just, since No Man's Sky released. But now that I, like... I feel like they should have just made Colin Farrell's own villain... And then teased Grindelwald maybe differently. I think he could have been using him. I think that would have been fine if he wasn't part of it, but Grindelwald was using him somehow. I don't know. Maybe what... controlling him Imperio style with a, uh, one of the three unforgivable courses. That would have been cool. Yeah. yeah. One, of, one of the cool... Or one He's on of his the... belly instead of the back of his head. Yeah, whatever. I mean, <laughs> one That's of the... different, but... Yeah. One of the best things I've... Lifts up his shirt. Check out my apps. Their name's Grindelwald. It's, it's Grindelwald. <laughs> He's got crazy white hair. Um, one of the things, like I was kind of sad about the movie, and somebody else I heard talk about this movie brought it up too. Um, like they do such a good job with Colin Farrell as the villain. Mm-hmm. Like it makes you sad that He's Johnny Grindelwald. Depp's Grindelwald. <laughs> Yeah. And, and that he's supposed to be Grindelwald because you're like, I want to see more of him. Like, it would be great if he was like a henchman to Grindelwald. He hardly talks though, unless he's talking to that kid. But he does a good job. It, he's he's intimidating. Yeah, yeah, he's intimidating. Like I, I, I wouldn't was, want to mess with that guy. I thought he was gonna do something really weird to that kid. <laughs> you mean the Flash? The Flash, yeah. Yeah, the Flash. Huh. He's the new Flash in Justice League. Oh, is he? Yes. Huh. Yeah. It's uh, Ezra, really Ezra like Miller. Him. Didn't really like him. Well, you'll see. I guess I'll have to learn to like him. If you like him as the Flash, where he's learning his powers 
like Spider-Man. What do you guys think of the other twists that the girl doesn't have the powers, it's him? Did you guys see that coming? Or do you just like, whoa, too many twists and turns here? No, it was kind of obvious. Yeah. it It was just so played on, you know, it was like... Yeah, because we want you to believe this so hard that we know you're not going to believe this. It's him. See, yeah. I I knew the whole time like he had some magical powers or or he was a squib. Uh, I had no idea which it was, but I did I did believe at one point that the girl also had magical powers. I just felt like she was like a diversion. Yeah, like like maybe she did have magical powers, but she actually knew how to control them. And it was really Credence that was the the monster. I forget what it's called. The Obscurious? Obscurious. Obscurial. Obscurial, yeah. Serial. Um, I have another question I want to ask you guys. Yeah. What did you think of all the teleporting? I mean, see, all right, if you think about the United States versus the UK. Yeah. Magic-wise. Yeah. Well, I'm not not thinking magic-wise. I'm thinking about... It, for real, transportation for real. wise yeah they walk a lot in the uk mm-hmm. we don't do anything walking yeah Screw we're gonna that. teleport everywhere that's that that just makes sense to me based on it being america like as soon as they figured it out we're lazy like, let's do it let's all do it yeah we're lazy it's just i think that's a cultural thing because so, in the harry potter movies they do do a lot of walking they walk a lot of places they'll teleport to one mm-hmm. place or they'll like take a car and that's because they enjoy doing it, whereas America has to get from point A to point B to do this and get back. Yeah. And I think that's just like a cultural thing. I mean, they do do it quite a lot, but I yeah. think that makes sense. I just, I feel like it, based on the culture, it makes sense. I feel like if you didn't know a lot about Harry Potter, like maybe you only saw the, the, when, when what movie? I think they start operating like five. Five. Yeah. Or no, it was, uh, I think they start using the, uh, the, was it called a port gate or whatever? The port key. Port so key. can they? Port they, key is in four. They can't yeah, do it because they're four. students. They're still kind of technically learning, right? Yeah. So students can't do it, even if they do know how to do it, because they're not at school. That's how they do it in the Harry You're Potter. You're not supposed movie. to do it at school either. Yeah. Okay. You're not supposed to do it within the Hogwarts grounds, and then they're not supposed to do magic outside of school. So they can't mm-hmm. ever really. They don't really have a chance to do it until they give up on school and they just you know, go rogue. Yeah. yeah. That's when they start doing it. So. Yeah, and and they do show the the dangers in in Harry Potter and the uh, Deathly Hollows Part One. They show the dangers of disapparating. Uh, piece Ron gets splinched, and they don't really show like all caution to the wind in Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, they just feel like, like boop 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 boop. But I feel boop, like boop. that's also from uh, maybe like experience. Yeah, because may- like because they're older. It's well, no, it's like similar they do to it more. Yeah, it's similar to like driving. Like a new driver like yeah. me, I'm gonna mess up more so often think, than you guys who so have do you think driven. Newtspin does it when he captures beasts and stuff. Then, like, to, is that why he's more be maybe more used to it as well? I feel like Newt. Uh, I mean, Newt gets expelled from Hogwarts. Yeah. So I feel like he doesn't care. Like he also doesn't do a lot of it sometimes. Like I know in the beginning, in the, the beginning, the girl does it. Yeah. Like she takes him with her a couple times. He he does it. He's kind of forced into it. He does it with Jacob first. He's the first person we see do it. Oh, yeah, that's different. When, yeah. when he goes, because he has to get the thing. Yeah. He does do it a lot chasing things, but that does make sense because he's trying to catch the beast. Yeah, that's what I'm talking you about. Do you think yeah. he does that then? I feel like he, he does it more because this is just speculation, but I feel like 
all those beasts he had were not found in the UK. I feel like he had to travel. Well, he he, he states that he's been to Egypt and yeah. all those other places. So yeah, yeah. So he he has to travel the world a lot, and with traveling the world, you're gonna go to different magical uh, governments, mm-hmm. and some places probably don't even have a magical government. A magical Congress that doesn't get anything done. That's what yeah. I wanted to see. I wanted to see Congress debating about something and nothing getting done. I mean, they we we did see that. Well, we we saw the president taking charge, which. You know, I mean, executive orders are clearly a thing in the Magic Leap realm. Well, I mean, when Congress doesn't do anything. They all just kind of sat by. And- I like the 1920s uh, thing, theme. I, I really like that whole theme of the 1920s. And I think it's just because I like like older movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think I like that. But I, I feel like... I mean, some would say we're, we're coming up on... Another 19 Great Depression? Uh, well, no, on another oh. twenty. So I mean, we've got nineteen yeah, twenties uh, hair. The market's actually doing quite well right now. Yeah, we've we've got nineteen twenties hair and pop culture and stuff, and we're coming up on twenty twenty. So you know, there's but a lot I of parallels. Like, I feel like they didn't really play much on the whole Great Depression thing or anything like that. Because what year was it? Twenty six. Twenty twenty six or twenty eight? Something it, like that. Right? Isn't that before the Great Depression? Twenty seven. I think it. I think it's. It, it's before because it's right after the war. Well, when is the Great Depression? Isn't it like nineteen? Well, not right after the war, but isn't that when it's like slowly d- starting? Or, I think it, I th- the the Great Depression started in nineteen twenty nine, and then thirty three is when it ends, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so it's right after the war. So, it's I don't maybe think it's, early. 20s? I don't think it's hit them yet. Okay. I think it's about to, and we'll probably get that in the next movie. Yeah. Like hints of it because it's not set in America. Maybe but, they, maybe that's what the whole uh, factory thing was touching on. Yeah, I get, I bet we'll Probably. get part of that and the more more of the aftermath of the first war and the yeah. build up to the second war because I'm assuming Grindelwald's going to be right there along with it. So do you think Tina is going to end up being the main character? Do you in the think next Grindelwald movies? works with Hitler? I don't know. I that'd be a like a female lead. She might be a segue into Dumbledore. Yeah, she could uh, meet him. And do something with him. So you think they're going to end up going back to Europe? No, well, I think Dumbledore is going to end up going out of Europe. Okay. To get Grindelwald because they were childhood friends. What else do you want to talk about, John or, or Nick? Do you want to talk about the 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 chick in the picture that um knew? Oh, the Letta Strange. Yeah. That's just I I don't even know why. I guess she's going to be in the movies. Is she from anything else? She's Which, related to Bellatrix. Yeah, I was about uh, to say. Helena Bonham Carter's character in is she in, in part Harry of uh... Tim Burton's wife okay okay yeah, yeah. she's yeah. part of Voldemort's crew or whatever yeah. well yeah she's an unknown she killed theater. Sirius Black Bellatrix okay. did yeah this Bell- is Bellatrix. like her aunt or something great grandmother I don't okay. know I don't know where she's in the family tree but I just I don't know I didn't think it was necessary unless she's gonna yeah. but I guess she's gonna come into play later on so that's maybe that's them trying to connect it as well yeah I mean maybe trying to add more connection trying to connect it I think tr- also trying I think you guys think Tina will be the segue into Dumbledore? I think Newt might be. Well, because I know they're not gonna focus on Newt, but I feel like honestly, they both could be. Because well, because they tie Newt to Dumbledore more often. Because they say Dumbledore, as a professor, uh, supported Newt and stay. When he got expelled, Dumbledore wanted yeah. Newt to stay in Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. Um, he has that whole Newt has that whole Lestrange tie back to Hogwarts and back to the UK. So that might bring him back in some way. Yeah. 
I uh, I definitely see the two girls coming back into play, just because uh, they are of uh, well, they're American. Well, I, the uh, I know I know Queenie is said to be of Jewish descent, and it's definitely like a, a World War Two parallel coming up. Yeah, with yeah. Grindelwald. So I think they're like they're gonna mirror it. Do you think Grindelwald will will work with Hitler and the Germans? I don't think they'll do that. That would be what was this Red Skull? They will not do that. <laughs> Please. It'd be, Why, that would he be weird. He wouldn't work with something he wants to eliminate. Yeah, yeah probably was, He not. just wants to take over, right? He just wants to be... He wants the magical community to be where it should be, which is on top of the people that can't practice magic. He wants to bring balance to the force? He bring, he, he believes... He's Magneto. Supremacy, yes. Okay. He's, he's essentially Magneto, whereas Voldemort believed that muggles have no value and they should just be killed. They okay. should call them. So he, he just was, wants... The... Voldemort was more Hitler. Yeah. Whereas Magneto is not necessarily Hitler because yeah. he... He thinks they should exist, but serve you, which Grin- is essentially so Grin- Grindelwald. Yeah, Grindelwald wants... Okay. Yeah, that you. whole speech at the end of the movie, basically what, what Grindelwald feels. He feels like like magic superior and all that. So the other thing... Why, I wanted, why should they hide? Yeah. So the other thing I wanted to touch on is a little bit of what I read was that Dumbledore, they say... I don't know if He's in love with Grindelwald? Yes. Do you think that he? Do you think he loves him as in a role model, like as if no. you? No, no, he it's loves a, him, loves it's him. an affection thing. Oh, okay. Dumbledore is confirmed gay. Okay, yes, but uh, by J.K. Rowling supposedly herself? Grindelwald never reciprocates. Okay, so it's like he. That's why people speculate that's why he can't kill him because he doesn't kill him; he imprisons him. Okay, just for forever. So I think so. Friendzone. Is Grindelwald still alive during the Harry Potter time? Yeah, he's in prison. Did they ever? touch on this i they they mention it but uh supposedly grindelwald kind of sees that he was wrong and i think that like the reflection of that like being in prison for forever were they friends at first yeah they were def- they were friends in childhood okay and then like as they grew up they had different views on where the magical world should be yeah and that's what separated them. okay you know professor x magneto yeah <laughs> And then, what's her name? That's a good parallel. Yeah. What's her name? Jean Grey. She can read minds. Um, Queenie. Queenie. So, do you want to get in the grades now? Yeah, we can go into grades and final thoughts. And yeah, uh, we got board games to play. That's true. We're gonna go play some board games. Um, So, I like I said earlier, I'm gonna give it a six out of ten. There was um, some flaws. I thought were movie wise. I thought there were some flaws. I guess you could say I, I, I'm not a Harry Potter fan. I wish there was a little more explanation. I wish they expressed a little more. for What it. a squib. Thank you. For them being a prequel, um, I just... I, I kind of want to ask that too, but I guess we'll ask that after grades if that's okay. I don't see why not. I mean, you can ask it now. We already knew your grade anyway. What, okay, what... How do you think... Do you think this is a better prequel than other prequels? That than the seen? Star Wars prequels? Or... Harry Potter or um, Hobbit. Um, that's hard. Uh, the Star Wars prequels are shorter. They're not five movies because I feel like this movie is just unnecessary. So this it's one. more comparable. Yeah, it's more comparable to the Hobbit to me because yeah. I don't feel like it needs to be five movies. This one was more. I th- well, yeah, for their for the thing that they're building up to, I felt personally that this was kind of unnecessary. I felt like that. It was more fun than anything. It was more fanfare. Definitely, definitely fun and a reintroduction without explaining anything. And that's why I think it was unnecessary. Yeah. If they had done a whole another intro to the magical universe for people that wanted to get into it again, 
I feel it could be necessary, but um, in terms of like comparison to prequels, I mean, it's it's average. It's not anything special. Most things are better than the Hobbit movies, but I wouldn't say it was better than you know the Star Wars prequels. Definitely better than the Hobbit, um, because I love Lord of the Rings. Yeah, but uh, Hobbit didn't need to be three movies. I think we I have can't. A whole episode on prequels. I can't. We can do that. We'll talk about the Hobbit yeah. and how it's one book but three movies. <laughs> I yeah. can't judge whether or not this is necessary. I think without seeing all five movies. Yeah. I think when all five movies come out, we'll be able to say if it ties and if yeah. if it was necessary, if it ties into the rest of the movies, or if it was just unnecessary and they really could have skipped it. What's your grade, Nick? What would you give it? Um. I would give it. Uh, it's hard. You don't do point fives. I don't do point fives. Since I don't do point fives, I'm gonna give it a ten. Out of ten. Nikonogi gives lots of things tens, so don't let that be. So what are you gonna give? If it? I, if the I best gave it, movie I've ever seen. If I gave it out of a hundred because I don't do point fives, I would put it at ninety six percent. Ninety six percent out of a hundred. Okay. On Rotten Tomatoes. I uh, what do you give it, John? I I gave it an eight personally. Okay. Uh, just because it exceeded my expectations. Um, You're it more was, into the it magic. was it was fun. You know, I'm a fan of the universe, but yeah. I'm not gonna say it's anywhere near a perfect movie, especially if you're not a fan of the universe. One yeah. thing I want to bring up, even as a fan of the universe, forgot to say this. That whole like when they're doing the death sentence, that whole pool of black stuff. What is that? I have no what. The, that's uh, that's the death sentence in America. That's what that is. I guess <laughs> the I death mean, penalty. Like, because it, it, at first I was like, maybe it's a a pensive, and they're gonna kill her some other way while she's looking at a a good. It's gotta memory. be something related to it because they put her memories in it. Yeah, but, but what it is exactly? But I But what not kills know. you? Because obviously going in a pensive doesn't kill you. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Maybe there's some poison in the water or something. So Nick gives it a. I gave it a, a what was it ninety six ninety six percent out of a hundred yeah percent. Um, I gave it a six out of ten. I gave it an eight out of ten. And um, that's our review of a Fantastic Beast. I I mean it was more of a discussion, I guess. I mean we kind of talked about our what we liked and yeah uh, stuff. So and mostly what I disliked, but <laughs> then again, I mean. I, I mean, we all have a different opinions, you know. And yeah, could have for the review could have had uh, a better plot. We'll yeah. see if it's necessary uh, in the later movies. Yeah, true. Yeah, it definitely needs other movies to judge it. Yeah, that's true. But uh, I guess I'll do the the Chris Hawk sign off. Um, Jamie, a quick weekly weekly recommendation. Oh snap! I totally forgot about that. Totally forgot about weekly. You know, I'll uh, go first and okay. recommend uh, the new Pokemon. Uh, if you like member berries and nostalgia, <laughs> then you might as well get the new Pokemon. Oh, because, I remember uh, Pokemon. Oh, remember Squirtle? Remember, remember Diglett? Remember, he has hair now. Guys, remember, you're making me relapse. Remember Pikachu? Oh, that's not Pikachu. That's Ghost. No, remember. Mimikyu. <laughs> Mimikyu. Yeah. It, it's, oh, it's, remember Meowth? He blew now. It's everything we loved about Pokemon, but oh, new and refreshing. But new and refreshing. Remember Grimer? Exactly. He got nacho cheese it's, on his lips. It's good, though. It's good. Did you say Grimer has nacho cheese on his lips? Yeah, I named him Messy Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I named my uh, my young goose Ralph. Nick, have you been watching anything lately that you want to recommend? Or, um, 
I mean, you really. I know you really love Young Justice. You could recommend that. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna do season three. Season three. Watch Young Justice. I've been watching. Um, uh, finally finishing an anime. Uh, recently. Uh, called uh, Noragami. Oh yeah. I don't think it has a dub that yet. Sounds familiar. It, it it was on Netflix for a time. It's rather popular as well. Yeah, it was Maybe on Netflix I, for a I time. I think I was watching a little bit of it. I don't know if it has a dub yet. It might, could possibly. I watch I watch it sub. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it, it it's fantastic, and I'm finishing the season two of it right now. So nice. I, I recommend that if you like uh, realistic like modern fantasy type stuff, watch yeah. it. And okay. and if you like Japanese anime, you know. My weekly recommend is uh, Smallville. I've been watching it. It's all on Hulu, the whole series. I own I own it, but I've been recommend I I've been watching it on Hulu because it's easier that way. So I recommend go watch Smallville. If you like Flash, if you like Arrow, if you like Legends of Tomorrow, if you like Supergirl, the precursor to that is Smallville. Go watch Smallville. Can I have a, uh, another recommendation? What is it? Uh, just started watching this actually literally last night and i think it's like the third or fourth episode in yeah i watched uh but it came on it was like a brand new episode that came on yeah uh i watched uh this is us that new uh what is it cbs show well, or stop nbc talking about it at work yeah it's uh i i gotta catch up on it because i watched the thanksgiving what's it, episode what's it about it's like about a like it's one of those like drama type tv shows that's like is it a dramedy is it funny uh can be can be slightly funny but it's, it takes itself serious okay judging from from what i saw on the piece really all the funny is in flashbacks but it's about this family uh it's like their their family history and they do they do flashbacks because it's like all the kids as their adults mm-hmm. and then they do flashbacks to the mom and the dad with the kids i think the okay. first flashback starts with so is it like about born. dealing with like your sexuality and um i don't think anybody's your gay. ethnic and stuff i don't think anybody's gay um but the there's like three main story storylines uh or maybe two from what i gathered in the episode i think there's a third one well third one if you count the flashbacks so there's there's one where it's about their sister mm-hmm. who i don't know why she's she's bigger she's she's on the fat side okay uh she takes put it this way she she bought two two seats on a plane um Mm -hmm. so i don't know why uh because i i missed the episodes i feel like she's uh she's got some glandular problem or something but it's about her and like her dating and living life as as like a fat woman and an obese woman uh, obese woman overweight sorry. over overweight woman and Bigger, like a big girl yeah and like living life and and trying to live through society it's also about but hey nick you know what freddie mercury said fat bottom girls make the world go around yeah he did say that <laughs> he also sang it <laughs> um he did. and then it's he also, also about a uh a uh, African uh, American gentleman who mm-hmm. was uh, who was adopted by this white family and like him finding his birth father and all this. Um, and then it's about the family's history and like them just adapting and living life. It was really touching, a really touching episode. 
for the Thanksgiving episode. So go watch that. All right. Well, uh, you want to do the final sign off? Yes. Um, thank you for uh, listening to us and thank you for exploring with us. I think Chris Hawk says um, we are cinema seven. Um, we'll see you guys next time. Shut